0: Yes, please come in. And take a seat. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, looking at your uh, CV, uh, so you've, uh, you've you've applied for the role of podcaster. Uh, yes, I have. I, I have lots of experience. I've been on lots of podcasts in the past. Uh, you, it says here you have experience with uh, talking about t- certain types of media. Uh, yes, I, I have experience talking about things that I've played, Yeah. Uh, talking about things that I've, I've listened to, right, th- uh, things that I've watched. Uh, I also have experience in skits, skits. Uh, you say? Yes, uh, and silly voices. Ah, right, right, right. Uh, and and for additional information, you might find useful. Uh, I am a queer trans woman. If that if that's of any interest to your well, it podcast might, portfolio, might be good for uh, you know the, the demographics, market, the demographic, the market we are trying to serve here. You know. Indeed. So, uh, do do I have the job? Well, I mean, we'll get back to you in the next uh, couple of weeks if you're successful, but I think you have all the hallmarks of a Queer and Pleasant Stranger. Oh, thank you. Greetings, Strangers, Queer and Pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Iris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies have a bit of a natter about how our, our weeks have been and what we're, we've been up to. How are you doing? I'm tired and emotional. Yeah, yeah. The weirdly emotional has, has hit today and I don't know where it came from. Mm. The feelings got, got caught up. Mm. And big sleepies. Yes. Didn't life be like that right now, huh? It really be? That, that, they they think it, don't have it be, but it do. It do. It, oh, it, it do. Oh, we do. But we've consumed many media this week we to have. distract us from media. the nom nom. feelings and the tired and the whatnot. What have you played this week, Jane? What have I played? Oh, oh, it's been a played week. I yeah. have played. Yeah. I'm not just vamping for time, honest. Definitely not. Definitely, definitely. not. <laughs> 100% not. Uh, I've played my friend Pedro. Ah, the 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 game with the slow motion and the shooting and the banana friend. And the banana friend. Yeah. Tell us about my friend Pedro. Um e- the, I mean, the the trailers for it make you look absolutely badass. Yeah. I do not play it that well. Oh, you were looking pretty badass when I was watching you play. I think ma- maybe is the joy of watching it from from an outside perspective. Yeah. When, when you... you're trying to play it's like, oh god, I'm flailing. Ah! Yeah. Having played it myself, uh, I 100% agree <laughs> with that assessment. Because, like, the whole gist is it's a side-scrolling shooter where you are very mobile. You're able to sort of flip off walls and bounce around. And you can basically slow down time to do impressive looking dramatic shots. And um, a lot of what the game does is it makes like the jumps you do look a lot more fancy than what you're actually doing. And from watching it, it it's like a John Wick film or something. It's like you're just sort of like balleting through the scene, murdering everything. It's got good John Woo energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, how'd you how'd you get on with it? Um, I found it really compelling because I sat down and finished it in three sittings. Yeah, it, you seem to be really digging it. Yeah, I was. I, you know, there were times when I was really struggling. There was a couple of times that was like randomly in the middle of what had been just a really difficult bit. It's just like oh, I'm going to tone it down for a bit now. Here's a skateboard. the, <laughs> the difficulty isn't necessarily consistent in that game. No, but I don't think that's necessarily a problem. But yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I, I had a lot of fun with it, and I even like even after I finished, I was like, "Might just see if I can unlock some of the secrets." Yeah the the twist ending was, uh... <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah that that's that's how this is going to end." Is it? Oh, 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 god! I <laughs> uh, I think the joy of that game is that <laughs> the moment to moment being in that game and using its mechanics is so fun that, like, it, it's not just I'm doing this to get to the end of it, it's, like, it's very much I am enjoying just getting to play around with this moveset. Yeah, it's it's fun to play with the mechanics. Um, There's the whole Dream World le- section hmm. where there's, like, all new mechanics, and it's, like, that's really cool. That's a good way of, like, adding a little twist, like a little, um, uh, like an interval here in the, in the beginning of the... Yeah. Uh, in the, in the middle of the the game. Um it's nicely designed. It is about one very specific thing and it does it yeah. really well in a variety of interesting ways. Yeah. The puzzles are quite cool. Mm. Um yeah, I mean it's it's not like the greatest graphics in the world, but I don't think that really matters. It, the art style it's going for, it executes on in a really nice oh, way. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is it looks great at being the thing it's trying to look like yeah and and that is absolutely all you need to because I mean obviously when you're dealing with huge amounts of people, you're shooting in two directions at once, yeah, in slow motion while jumping over walls and trying not <laughs> to get zapped by lasers like it, it it is clean and clear and consistent, and that's really what you want it to be yeah, yeah, well, but yeah, had a lot of fun with that. Um, and now we're just waiting for, for Carrion to come out. Come on, yes. I. Ooh, that's a loud car going by. Oh, uh, I imagine by the time that this podcast goes up, Carrion will probably have a release date. And maybe if we're lucky, fingers crossed, it'll just be out. It'll, it might be one it of those. And, one it's out and it's out now. now. <laughs> but, you know, one can hope. Fuck the rest of this dream, I'm playing Carrion. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have got to make it the last thing so that you stay till the end. Maybe. Who knows? I don't, I don't know what they consider their hype point debate and whether know. that is carrion. D- D- like, That's what we're putting everything on. It's carrion. <laughs> oh no, they'll do something weird at the end. Because what was it last year at Devolver they had the uh, Enter the Gungeon arcade cabinet? Yes. Yeah, that was that was quite a thing. Mm. Um. But yeah, My Friend Pedro. Fun <laughs> little game. A lot of fun and and a very good price. Yeah. What about you? Have the played anything? Uh, I have played through, I think... Probably about 80% of a game called uh, Superliminal today. Oh, this is the one with the the, the pictures and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So th- this is a game, it's been out on Steam for a while, but it just came to Switch, and that, that gets me to pick up games that I had been meaning to get around to. You know how it is sometimes. Um, it is a puzzle, a 3D environment puzzle platformer in the vein of something like a portal or something like that. And the whole deal is shifting perspectives and changing the size of objects based on perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a lot of stuff like, you've got this box in your hand, hold it up near the ceiling, and now instead of being, you know, a small object that's very close to you, it might look like it's small because it's very far away, because it's very high up in the sky and you drop it, and it's like, oh, it's very big now, because it was small and far away, not small in my hands. It's lots of... If I move it and look at it from this angle, it might look... The trick of the light might make it look a different size, and then I let go of it and it's that size now. Um, And they use that core mechanic in a lot of really interesting ways. Um, The game, as best I can tell, um, probably going to be about three hours for me to get through my first playthrough of the game. Uh, I did a little bit of looking. If you know what you're doing and like how to solve all the puzzles, it's about 90 minutes for a playthrough, but probably about twice that to you know work yeah. out in your first run through. It very much feels like Portal in that sort of here's a two to three hour game that has one core puzzle mechanic and it never sticks on one idea with that mechanic f- long enough for it to feel worn out before mm-hmm. going... Here's a new twist on that. Try that for a bit. Keeps moving. Um, the narrative conceit is that you are in a lucid dreaming machine that is designed to help you sort of uh, have a calm down and relax and <sighs> something goes wrong and you can't leave the lucid dream and you're, you know, multiple dreams deep trying to wake up. and time for some Yeah, time for some Altheanine. <laughs> stop those, uh, those false awakenings. Um, yeah, I'm really digging it. There's there's some really interesting stuff it does with um, non-Euclidean geometry. Like I took three left turns and now I've exited the door I entered. Though I should be to the side of it. And what can I do from the fact that I I exited somewhere that isn't where I entered, but I'm in the same physical space. What can I do with that? Um, yeah, there's some really there's some really cool uses of its mechanics. Mm. Um, I I don't want to ruin it because like it's there's some real mind-bending stuff in there that mm, like there was one in the trailer about like the tiny house, yeah, position in such a way, and then it's a big house and you can walk inside it. Yeah, so that that house is the the three turns space I was oh, okay. talking about before. Is I had to make the house big enough that I could walk in. I felt like I was leaving like considerably to the right of where I'd entered, like probably about ten foot to the right, but I exited the same door I entered, but I'd gone up a step a stair in the house, and I was like, okay, now I can change the house's properties, because I couldn't get up that ledge from that version of the entrance, but now I'm on the top bit, so I can come down and I get... it's hard to explain, you have to... Oh. it did some really weird stuff, that house. That house was fantastic. Cool. Um, yeah, super liminal. I- I've not finished it yet, but like, I-, I feel like I've played through most of it. I'm really enjoying what the narrative's doing. Um, some of the uh, competing narration that is occurring. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really fun little game. I, I can't recommend it highly enough right now. Lovely. I'm always a good fan of a game that can be a couple of hours long and doesn't overstay its welcome. And it's like, is yeah. this how much content we had. Portal is the perfect example of that. It's yeah. a game that I've played multiple times over and Portal 2. Just like, it's, it's a fun story. Yeah. The puzzles are really nice. And I always find if you play from start to finish, it flows really well, and you can work everything out. yeah there have been a few times where i've been like I want to play that particular level of Gone and gone i
1: I cannot yes. work out this, the fuck v- I'm doing. This
0: very much feels like that like I would recommend like if you f- I feel like you'd really dig it I'll probably and if be. you f- if you fancy playing it, play it in one sitting on a weekend, mm. and like if you get stuck, I'll give you some pointers, but uh it- it's definitely one you want to do start to finish rather than like stopping in the middle and coming back to yeah. later. You want it, it it very well ramps, like, here's that thing you did in the last room, plus this. That uh, sort of hidden tutorial? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a big fan of Superliminal. I'm very much enjoying it. And let's hope it doesn't get terrible in the last, like, 20%, but I don't think it will. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Yeah. What about you? What else have you been playing? Oh, uh, now we get into the fact that you can tell I've got an Epic account and I haven't bought a game in a while. <laughs> um, I played Ape Out. Yeah, Ape Out's real fun. It's real. It's it's very satisfying. It's very stylistic. Yeah, it's it's like the, the way it does, like, um, light cones. Yeah. Uh, the way light moves across certain uh, objects. Basically, yeah. you, it is a top-down game where you are an ape Trying to escape a thing. So that could be yeah. like an office building or it's, a lab. You are trapped. You don't want to be here. There's humans in your way trying to stop you. Get out. They have guns and bombs. Don't yeah. punch the ones with explosive belts yeah. on. That ends badly. <laughs> the ones with guns, though, punch them real hard. Get rid of them. Get them out of the way. Or grab them. Get them to shoot someone directly in front of you and then throw them at the next person that comes in. Yeah. A it's very fast moving. It's yeah. it, it It's done with a lot of like contrasting very bright colors mm-hmm. um, everything's very sort of just like simplistic and simplistic sunlight. shapes um, and it is just move 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 get going get going don't think about it just go yeah yeah um it's it's a lot of fun and some of the levels have this really interesting sort of um, procedurally generated jazz <gasps> yeah. soundtrack to them so like as you punch someone you might get like a bit of a drum or like <laughs> another sound just like just little plinky bits here and there and like a a, a pad here and there it's like mm. it, it's it's interesting the way the the sound is happening like yeah. as i move it's it's a little like something like tetris effect uh te- yeah tetris effect yeah. in that vein in that it's doing stuff close enough to the beat that it sounds like it's an actual part of the soundtrack but it also feels like it's in time with what you're doing yeah absolutely yeah, it's um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, although I don't like it when the ape dies. I know. Well, you get good. <laughs> get good, scrub, save that ape. <laughs> Do better. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep the ape alive, I swear. What about you? Have you played anything else? Uh, I've been playing more of the demo for Neon Abyss, which I can't remember if I'd talked about last week. It might have been just after this. Who knows? Um, I've heard you talk about it, but it might be on Podquisition. Yeah, I know I talked about it on Podquisition last week, but I don't remember if I'd played it by Quops time. But um, <laughs> Neon Abyss is a side-scrolling roguelike uh, shooter, very much in the vein of something like um, The Binding of Isaac mm. or uh, An End to the Gungeon. Uh, but from a side-on perspective, I find the Binding of Isaac is the thing I keep comparing it to, because in terms of its level structure it's basically the same thing, it's here you are on a floor, there's a boss room somewhere, there is a room that will give you a new item or upgrade, there is a shop, um, once you get past the first floor you will need keys to go into the, uh, or, or resources to go into the shop and the free item room on that floor, you beat the boss, You get an item, you jump down, you do another floor. It's a bit more difficult. Mm. Uh, It's that kind of structure of game. You've got various characters to pick from that will have differing amounts of health and bombs and keys. Um, It's very Binding of Isaac, but side on perspective and um, 360 degree shooting rather than four directions. Um, Took me a little getting used to the fact that Jump is mapped to Left Trigger right because obviously you're moving with one stick and shooting with another yeah, stick and right. they don't want you to take either of those fingers off sticks to jump Ooh. um which is fine once i got my head around it it's just not my default yeah. jump button in my mind um the demo that's available for it right on the eShop, um i think the the full game goes on sale like two or three days after this episode of quips goes up i think it's the 17th um but the demo is really pretty pretty feature complete mm. um there is only like two of the ten playable characters are playable mm-hmm. you can't get any of the upgrades that are like between runs you know you did well get something that'll help on your next run but the shops like i played probably about five hours of this demo and was largely not seeing repeat uh upgrades or weapons showing up in the shop um there was a fairly limited number of bosses available in the demo but there was enough that like I didn't feel like it was overly repetitive like five hours in. Mm. Um, you can only go like five floors down and then it's like, buy the full game, it'll be out soon. Um, yeah, it was really fun to play. Um, the game has a couple of mechanics that are unique to it that separated it from stuff like Binding of Isaac. The biggest one I would say is they have this egg mechanic, so Sometimes on levels you will find eggs that will just float behind you, and they'll take a, a while to hatch, but if you have them behind you for long enough, they'll hatch, and sometimes they'll be empty. Sometimes there'll be a little, like, Pokemon-y friend that'll start following you, and they okay all have friend. Yeah, they all have different abilities. So you're like, you might have a cute little person made of fire who shoots fireballs, or you might have someone that, you know, freezes enemies every now and then. And the longer you keep them alive and with you, they level up and get better abilities, so you're sort of incentivized to find them early on and to like get them to improve over time um They have their own health bars as well, which you have to manage like they can sometimes block shots for you, but if they take too many shots they're gonna they're gonna be gone that was a that was a fun little mechanic that it had um Honestly, it's it's side-scrolling Binding of Isaac with neon colours, and it's real fun to play. Yeah. I've, I've been getting quite into it. It's, it's maybe the thing that will get me off Binding of Isaac for a little mm. bit is, here's another game that's kind of like Binding of Isaac. Mm-hmm. But new. 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 Um, so I'm enjoying that, and I'm I'm really interested to check out the full game probably next week. Mm. What about you? Have you played anything else? Uh, I've been playing Strangly Thongs 3. St- the Stranger Things game? The Stranger Things 3 game. Uh, how many How many Russians and rats did you beat up? All of them, I think. Every Everyone. What's with all the rumblies today? Everyone's got their farty vehicles out. <laughs> Uh, all of them, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've I've defeated most of the Russians, and <laughs> almost all of the rats. Yeah, it's okay. They respawn. They'll come back. Yeah. Um, this is... I've now got all of the characters. Hooray! unlocked. I have the ability to create pretty much every single special item in the game. Mm. I think I'm on the last boss section. Yeah. But I, I got. I think I'd been playing it for about three hours on Sunday. Yeah, and then there was just a moment where I'd done like the first two steps of this really annoying like boss rush fight. Yeah, and it was like, ah, oh, you've, you've, you've died. That's it. I'm kicking it all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. Was like, oh, oh dear. My excitement. She has perished. She has perished quite severely because it's, it's gone from being like, okay, this is manageable to this is nothing. What what it what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, oh okay, you've gotta stop this thing getting completely destroyed. Cool, 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 cool. Right. At the end of the first wave I had less than half health on it. And that was at you know, at full combat, having cleared everything out of the area before I started. Yeah. At the end of the second wave, I had, like, just a sliver left, and I was like, that's probably it. And then you sent a third wave in of much harder enemies, and like, (laughs) the fuck do you expect me to do? (laughs) Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, so I was just like, I'm done. I'm just going to put this down and walk away. I might come back for it. I might not. Hey, hey, games, if you want me to finish you, have nice checkpointing. Have nice checkpointing. Respect my goddamn time. But... Yeah basically it's just like a fairly simple uh ARPG. Yeah, action AR, uh, action RPG sort of yeah. pixely art style. Yeah, it's got a lovely art style. It follows the story pretty well of of Stranger Things season 3. Yeah. Uh particularly like playing as as Max. Yeah. I'm annoyed that Robin isn't a playable character. That is a big shame. Right. I mean <laughs> single dad Steve obviously yeah, of course obviously fine. You know, he throws ice cream scoops, and that does does freeze damage to to enemies <laughs> and slows them down. And Max is just a fucking badass who kicks the shit out of everything. Yay! She's like yay! And now she's got shoes on fire, Heck. so she adds fire damage to it. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's it's fun, and I didn't pay for it because it was on um, Epic Store. It's like cool free game. Cool. I don't feel bad for sinking like eight hours into that. Yeah. Uh, yes. What about you? Have you played anything else? Ah, mainly going back to stuff I've played in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played more Binding of Isaac because, of course, I have. Um, um, I've beaten Satan like five or six times and filled in a picture. And now, when I get a certain way down through the game, I think it's after I beat It Lives, I start getting given a uh like a negative of a Polaroid, and I've yet to make it far enough to find out what that's gonna unlock. But I think I I assume there's gonna be a new boss because. I am routinely getting this item that I think is going to lead me to something mysterious. So, I feel like I've unlocked a new boss, but I've not successfully had the right build to to try it yet. Ooh. Everything got all ooh, scary. Ooh, ooh. ooh. ooh, ooh. Uh, and the only other thing I've played a bit of, uh, mainly because I, I was chatting about it for uh, a work, for accessibility this week, and then I thought, I've I've not been great about exercising during lockdown because because everything's a lot. Feeling very cold out right now. Yeah. So uh, today I jumped back into playing Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, you're fiddling with your ring, eh? I'm fiddling with me ring. Um, I did have to turn the difficulty down slightly because I'd previously worked up to a certain level ah. of fitness and then gone away for a long time and jumped back in. I'm like, can we just like wind it down a little bit and I'll build it back up over the next like a uh, couple of weeks mm-hmm. but um I like that the game yeah if it, it it brought up a prompt to be like hey you've not done this for a while do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna relax it a little and work back <laughs> up and I'm like yeah thank you thank you thank you for not judging also, me game thank thank you for not like being snide about how long I'd been gone yeah. like no oh you've where been the fuck have you been the they were like hey really excited to see you back Let's get back into this adventure. I excited. feel like the Wii balance board used to get a bit knocky if you hadn't. Oh yeah, no. This this thankfully, like Ringford Adventure, is more like oh, you returned, friend. Friend. The the kingdom shall be saved. <laughs> um. I was uh, doing side quests. Now I'm ready to do the mission. <laughs> yes. It 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 was nice feeling welcome returning to this exercise game. Yeah. Um, and it's not like the plot is so complex that I'd forgotten what was going on. It's <sighs> like, okay, there's a big buff dragon. He, we need to we need to do the exercises. The big buff dragon doesn't destroy everything. Buff dragon, buff dragon, buff dragon, Dra- buff, dragon? <laughs> buff dragon, buff <laughs> dragon. Uh, what about you? Have you played anything else this week? Oh, really? Yeah, that's about all I've played as well. Well then, time for this. <laughs> Oh hi, hi! Hey, yeah. So you mentioned something in the, in your message about um some project you're working on. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a while. It's been a while, I know, since I've talked to you. But like, I'm I'm working on a project, and I just need some 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 art done. And I I know that you do art, and I I thought I'd I'd reach out to you. Cool. Well, I mean, you know, uh, here's my rates. Oh, oh. Um, I was hoping, you know, because we're. Friends, that I could get like a little uh, discount, uh, a freebie, you know, uh, you freebie. know, or oh, you know, just like a, a mates rate, mates rates. I mean, we can offer you. I can, I guess, I can offer you mates rates. I mean, how about this? I'll I'll do it here, rather than at my place. Okay, I'll I'll do it here. I'll just move in.
1: Oh. Uh, I'll
0: use use uh, you know your electricity uh, and your food uh, and stuff oh, while I'm doing what? this. All your facilities. Uh, what yeah i I assume you've got a graphics tablet i can use Uh, while i'm I'm drawing all the art for you on your computer no you don't have all this specialist equipment that i would be needing for that No? no 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 right so you don't want that much of a discount huh so perhaps you you want the one where you sit with me throughout it and and spend the hours and hours that i would have to sink into creating this piece of artwork that you want yeah I mean, I mean I in know. fact, if, if my time is worth so little, I mean, obviously the things I do must be really fucking easy. So, you know, I can direct you at some courses if you want to learn art for yourself and point you at all the equipment that I use if you want to do it yourself. You know, you could learn to do all of these things, you know, really sink the time and, and effort into doing the thing. Yeah. So, yeah, your, your, your rates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cuz exposure doesn't pay the fucking bills, does it? No. No. So, welcome, welcome board members. Uh welcome all of all of the Netflix executives. Hello. Uh so, after the success of our most recent Netflix original, the uh Extreme game show reimagining Of the floor is lava That's
1: that's done very well for us it's, it's Lovely, I mean Eat your knob off The the old ninja warrior Yeah, the <laughs> set
0: designers did a great job But that sort of bubbling orange floor Wonderful Wonderful So, I've been thinking about The next suite of shows we can have And yeah. I think I've got some wonderful ideas right, uh, right. In in the category of extreme children's game shows Right, right uh, extreme, Children's games made into extreme shows I shall say. Right, yes um, right, yeah, yeah, So, right, first right. up snakes and ladders right okay so um they're climbing up uh building yeah, instead of a instead of a board game it's it's a physical endurance challenge you've got you know those high ropes courses it's something like that you're sort all of right racing up a big course of many uh you know ladders and, and all sorts of things Just you've got a to giant across. scaffolding
1: in the middle of the woods exactly
0: yes but there are snakes some of the ladders have got snakes on them. We dump snakes out of buckets at some points onto people. There's just right. snakes everywhere. Snakes. Yeah, you go for the next run on the ladder. Oops, the next run was a snake. Snakes.
1: Snakes and ladders. Uh, yes, in fact, no ladders, just snakes. Snakes. Ah,
0: the secret is all the ladders were snakes All the ladders along. were snakes
1: as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's meta. Wonderful. Why? Okay. Yes. Next, uh, do you remember that 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 board game Kaplunk where you you pull the the sticks out the thing and the and then you fall stab down. your
1: siblings with them? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I so
0: I was thinking, what if we made that considerably larger? Right, right. Well, uh, and what if the team members is pulling out the very large jabby sticks that maybe they've got to stab their friends with afterwards in a yeah, sort yeah. of. Like, okay, uh,
1: like a some kind of pugil combat.
0: Exactly. But also, you've got team members down the bottom. Right. In the chamber that all the, the big heavy balls will fall in. and right. That'll right. give you a real incentive to do well, because if you don't do this well, your friend's going to get hit with some very large heavy objects falling down, and that's not going to go well for them. So
1: play well. Ratings, though. Got exactly. Gotta get the rating, It's, it's like
0: the, um, the, the, the demolition derby. Everyone's watching on the off chance that it goes wrong for someone.
1: Right, Uh, I can see the last one we've got on the docket here is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Yes. So we're just feeding people to Hungry Hungry Hippos.
0: We let the hippos get very hungry and then we put some people who are honestly not very nice people in the enclosure and we see what happens. Hungry tory hippos, I am very, very happy. Yes, exactly, wonderful, I'm glad you're on my page. So, oh. what have you put in your eyes? Oh, we watched a lot of stuff together it this week. It has weekend. been a watched-heavy week. We, we like, started and finished several things. Yeah. Shall we shall we start with that uh, Hannah, Hannah Gadsby uh, special we watched? Shall so we watch Douglas, the Hannah Gadsby special? It had been recommended to us by a few friends. And it was really nice.
1: It was very, very very sweet.
0: <laughs> it's a comedy special um, from a woman on the, the autism spectrum. From Tasmania. From Tasmania. And um, always reassuring when a comedian, you know, actively makes a point to be like, hey, fuck you turfs at some point during your set. I'm like, yeah, you seem like a good one. Yay. Yeah. Um, I loved the setup at the start of the special it was like a a a humorous content warning it it was that but it was also like hey i'm gonna lay out the structure of the show we're gonna start with this kind of humor then we're gonna move on to this then i'm gonna do one of these and we'll wrap up with this and like i very much enjoyed that being like oh i i know exactly what to expect for the pacing of this wonderful i feel good about this yeah i feel prepped and ready and primed yeah it was a it was a lovely it was a lovely thing with many, many shifts in tone and pacing, but none of them felt too out of place because they've been set up at the start. Yep. Gently needling white men. yeah gent- <laughs> gently needling white men. there was a lecture in the middle. yeah <laughs> um i I can't recommend it highly enough. it's wonderful yeah. uh, I, I really enjoyed it. and uh, somebody who has become quite skittish of watching comedy, especially on Netflix. yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised, I must say. Yeah, it, it it turned out really nice. Yay. What else have we watched? Uh, we watched a film together, an anime Indeed, film. We watched a whole anime. We watched uh, Your Name. We did. Which um, I had recommended to me a lot of times. I think I saw a trailer for it in the cinema. I was like, I'm going to wait for a dub. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. It, the dub quality is really nice on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the general conceit, not spoiling anything, is... It starts off as a body swap film. It's these two teenagers in Japan, two or three times a week, swap places and swap bodies. And they struggle to remember what what's happened when they swap back and forth. And, you know, they keep having to make notes for each other and living parts of each other's lives. And there's more to the film than that. Yes. Yeah. Because, yes. like, there's a certain amount at the beginning of that film where I was like... I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on this. It's a body swap movie. It's a body swap movie. And then on top of that, like there were certain plot things that we were like, why don't they just do blank? And just as we started to ask those questions, the film went, oh, I'll fucking tell you why. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I'll try and do that. (laughs) It didn't work. Why didn't it work? Let's get into it. And, I'd say, like, the latter two-thirds of this film, not at all what I fucking expected. No, but in Fan- a good way. Fantastic, in the best possible way, but, like, it it took a hard left turn <laughs> that I didn't see coming, and I was, I was riveted. Also, can we talk about just how fucking beautiful that film is? Oh, God, yeah. It is, like, fucking phenomenally animated, like, from the small details, like... Uh really nice like background shots of scenery, oh yeah, through to like the elaborate shots like mm-hmm. there's there's oh, that- the time lapses are incredible oh the t- the animated time lapses there is that one particular shot that is like after the person drinks the thing mm-hmm. um that that was pretty stunning. Yeah, there's also one sort of fairly early on where they're walking through, like, the woods in autumn yeah. and just all the different colours of the trees and the way all the individual yeah. leaves oh, are painted. The, the music does a fantastic job of, like, pulling the whole tone Ooh. of the thing along. Don't don't read up anything on this. No. Go, in, go in as unwarned Stay as possible. away from the block. Go, go in <laughs> going, okay, it's a body swap film, and if you're watching and going, this is predictable... Just, just let it, just let it do its thing for a minute. Hold on just, just let it do its Hold thing for a minute. It's doing its thing for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic film. By yeah. the end of it, we were like holding hands, like ripped, <laughs> yeah. being like, "Oh, oh, feelings. How will this play out?" Like, we had some real, like, tension. Hand-holding. Come on, the thing must happen. <laughs> oh mm, there was some real heartbreaker and some real. I had feelings. So many feels. Yeah, your name is stunning. Yeah, it's a, I, I, it's amazing. Hmm. <sighs> what else did we watch this week? Uh, we watched all of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I reassured you it wasn't gonna be like a 300 episode like, uh, Naruto kind of thing. I think because it gets mentioned in the same breath a lot as things like Dragon Ball Z and yeah. Naruto. I was like. Oh, it's going to be a bit really huge, and everyone talks about how complicated and not understandable it is. It's just like, I'm not sure I'm ready to sink hundreds of hours. It's not as it's not as bad as people make it out in that regard, and it's a lot shorter. It's uh. like I think it could be fairly well summarized as it's a mech anime with child, with soldiers. child soldiers who are real sad, real sad. Um. We're gonna spend a lot of time being like, "Ah, oh, shit! We we fucked up these children by making them do a war." Illuminati bad, did bad things, continue to do bad things, more bad things. Yeah. Uh, there's there's these big things called angels uh, that they they seem to be fucking everything up. And uh, here's here's a here's a, a Gundam, but it bleeds and has feelings. Get in the fucking Gundam, my child. Get in the Gundam. Hey hey, I'm not gonna love you, son, if you don't get in the fucking Gundam. Get in the fucking Gundam. It's 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 very. Uh, very that. Yeah. Very like yep. let's watch children's emotions get fucked up as they fight things in deathly war machines. Yeah. I can't understand why that's a lot of people's favourite anime. Yeah. Cause it's a lot. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, It's one of those things that when if you watch it as a show, in the context of thinking about like, look, this came out like decades ago, um, it was it was the only anime at the time that was really trying to do the no oh, that's actually you know not just power fantasy our main characters yeah. and like i I think it's 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 a it's an important piece of anime history to yeah. to watch. Oh, I it mean, it's powerful. Yeah. It doesn't fuck about with like, hey, this is the effect war has on people. Yeah, like it's it's a little of a hard watch in some places, yeah. and there's some bits that are dragged out a bit more than they need to be, and some bits that are a bit rushed. All uh, loves a linger. Yeah, particularly. Um, also, Netflix erases some homosexuality from it, which uh, get gayer. yeah, and the 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 gay bit is rushed in the first place anyway. But um, yeah. I I have a there's there's some icky bits of it that haven't aged well. Mm. The boys are pretty gross. Oh, the boys are all pretty gross. Um, uh, for anyone who's not watched End of Evangelion the movie in a in a long time, I I did not remember that uh, Shinji just masturbates to an unconscious girl at one point. I did not remember that was the thing that happened. I am so glad we did not watch the film. No, I I'm a I'm a big proponent of just don't worry about End of Evangelion. Sit with the two last episodes. This version has, um, yeah, those those last two episodes are contentious, and I kind of love them for the weird thing they are. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I I still I still have fond feelings for Evangelion, even if parts of it are, are not great. Ooh. It is what it is. Indeed. Um. Oh. Then we got onto B and A. Yep, we binged the entirety of BNA, which I think is a brand new animal. I think it stands for. It's a furry anime. It's a furry anime. Um, it's it's a Netflix original, and it's done by Studio Trigger, who are the people who animated Promare, uh, the Kill. Uh, they're very good at making very pretty looking anime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you want to explain what this one was about? Um, in in as much as I can. So there are. People who are beast people. Yep, and they can have a human form. Yeah, but ultimately they are beast people. And then yes. there's some other people, yeah, like very like two people, who are yeah. humans, but they have been infected with the thing, and now they have a beast form as well. Yeah, but that's not the same as being a beast person. Yeah, it's generally people are born beast people. They. Descended from other beast people, they are just like yeah. At will from birth, I can just sort of pop back and forth between these two forms, and they're sort of treated as as dangerous lesser class citizens. And then there's these like I'm just a human. Oh wait, now I uh, now animal transform is happening. No, I'm a uh, raccoon. You're a tanuki. I'm a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's basically. Let's go to the city where all of the beast people live and try and work out what's happened to our main character. But also, here is the struggles. Here of are the this. Uh, political issues. Yeah, th- these are the issues. Like a good example of the kind of things this tries to show is like, hey, mm, if you apply laws equally to people of the humans and the beast people, what does that mean for, say, the flying beast people who have? Centuries old uh, migratory routes that now they're told like no you can't fly there there's pl- planes fly that route you have to get on the plane and have a passport and they're like but 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 I but I fly no more migrating yeah no more no more doing your migrate you have to go through passport control now and like stuff stuff like that and then there are some people who will sell out their own species <laughs> yes uh, it, it it definitely touches on the whole I will be one of if if I if I'm one of the acceptable ones, they'll yeah. kill me last. Exactly. If I'm nice to the people in power, then, then they will be they will come for me last. Mm-hmm. Um And ultimately the point of that show was Nazi furs fuck off. Nazi furs fuck off. Yeah. Which I'm awful. Yeah, no, it gets <laughs> real Nazi furs fuck off. Quite right, too. Yeah, yeah, this is this is not a show that will um stand by your Nazi furries. Mm-mm. Um yeah, it gets it gets a bit more traditional, like action anime by the end, but yeah. it's I, I I thought it had some nice, interesting twists and turns, some good characterization, some good tension. I I still like your theory about what animal the mayor was. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was if th- you watch it, what animal do you think the mayor is? Yeah, because we never find out what animal the mayor is, but Jane's got a theory. <laughs> You can tweet Jane, and Jane will tell you her theory. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just remember what the answer was, because I was sitting there going, I don't remember what it Oh, is. did you not I remember what I you'd d- said? I don't remember what it is, now I remember And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I thought that was a really nice watch. It was bingeable in, like, one sitting. It was, yeah, it was, a, it was a very pleasant time we spent watching that. Yeah, it was very nice. Uh, and then... We started watching TNG. We, started, we finally started watching Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, after an entire weekend of. Uh, let's just like scroll and find something Keep scrolling, s- there must be yeah. something else on this. Yeah, we watch. watched through like three or four things and then we're like, fuck it, we're, we're, we're I going. I don't know and... what else to watch. I can't be asked to scroll for an, up to an hour at a time. Yeah, more Star Trek time. Um, so yeah. Um, we. Ooh. Oh, that <laughs> series does not begin well. We've watched the first few episodes of TNG, <laughs> and there are some problems here and there with hmm. it. Yes. Um, so first thing I wanna bring up about TNG okay. is um Um I've completely forgotten her name already, the empath on the ship. Oh. Um <laughs> Deanna Troy. Deanna Troy. Stater um, of the Obvious. Yes, there's she hmm. Galactic there's, cheerleader. There's a, there's a point at the end of the the like the, the two parter that starts that series where like <laughs> there's I'm 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 not going to worry about spoilers. There's two big space jellyfish floating off into space and having a nice like, s- like it's very clear. Ah, they're back together. That's lovely. Off they fly. It was a
1: great moment because yeah. I groaned because I knew it was coming and and he went what what and I went
0: and then I just lipped it along with as she said great yeah. joy and gratitude. Yeah, oh, she, she spends like twenty five seconds in this serene like beautiful ending going happiness. Great joy and, joy and gratitude. Great for joy each other. and gratitude. <laughs> They're happy to be back together, in love, together, no longer hurting. Like, she's just stating, stating, the, the, fucking ob- obvious. stating the obvious and totally killing the mood of the yeah. ending. Like, like, it could have just been like, and the jellyfish float yeah. up into space. And they felt and the it need to just to keep cutting back to her, like... Like, I'm, I'm being emotional because I'm the empath. But at I'm least they stopped dressing her like a cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not good at emotional subtext sometimes. I didn't need her doing that. It was obvious enough. It's not like she was telling me anything under the surface. No. And then um, we had Planet of the Black People. Yes, we had Planet of the Black <gasps> People, which is... Um, oh, Jesus, that episode. Yeah, that episode has been apologised for by many of the people who worked on it. Ooh. It is... um. It it real leans into some... It is um, not even of its time. Yeah. Because the original Star Trek was more progressive than that. Yeah, like, that episode real leans into some tropes of, like, ah, the less technologically advanced uh, black people. See, they're way more savage because they fight to the death. Yeah, it it just uses a lot of, like, of, of racist stereotypes for for this entire planet racist sexist it's all yeah it's all, it's all tied in together and it's it's a it's a weird episode to watch i didn't realize it was that early on but i'm glad it's out of the way and then we had the traveler episode which i remember very fondly which which one was that the, it was the one we watched, the l- most recent one we watched where they got boomed to the other side of the universe oh that one yeah i do re- yeah yeah so the I one that makes are a bit laughable, <laughs> <laughs> I mean for scale, sure, yeah um i I remember that episode being sort of quite a key thing because it it's sort of followed up on it in a later episode in an interesting way, and I remember that being i I guess it's because it's like first series that I've seen it so often, yeah, because obviously they just repeat in the off season, yeah. but for some reason, I thought it was much later on in the show, Hmm. also. They they have gone real hard, real early on Wesley Crusher as the Shut up, as the uh, Mary Sue esque. Um, this this child is perfect and the prodigy and they will never do anything wrong and they are perfect and they are wonderful and they are a genius and and everything is perfect. Do you love do but you uh, love this child uh, character yet? But uh oh, Captain Picard doesn't like kids. <laughs> what a oh, palaver! Oh. Yeah, like. Here's the thing. I thought I hated the kids in deep space. Nine. <laughs> Wesley Crusher annoys me more than the kids in deep space. Because At least here's the thing. The kids in deep space. Nine. A. Weren't in like every fucking episode. They were an occasional, like, okay, it's a kid's episode. And they grew. Um, yeah. And they by, the, they, by the end of like season seven, I was yeah. happy to see Robin. Jane. And here's the thing. Like they grew naturally. Like it, for all of my problems with um with oh god what the what are their names in deep space no, Roman and Ro- um, Roman and um uh, Jake, Jake Sisko? Uh yeah Jake Jake and Rom um they don't try and force that that character development to be in like four episodes because in in TNG they've gone in four episodes from. Ah, you did not know this child was on the ship, but this child is on the ship. Ah, he would like to come on the bridge. Well, he's not allowed on the bridge. He's not a member of the bridge crew, and he's a child. No, he's an ensign. Um, Yeah, within four episodes, he's a fucking ensign. Because he was was helpful one time, but also he did hijack the ship. He did hijack that ship, but to be uh, honest, everyone was acting a dick at that point. Yeah, everyone was being a dick, but also like, hey, hey, maybe don't make this the moment to make him ensign. Go, hey, you did really help. We'll trust you slightly more, and, you know, if in future you do more good stuff, we'll, you know, maybe consider, you know, le- teaching you. That would have been a good moment to be like, don't worry, we will teach you more about the ship and give you more ability to, like, intern with us. Don't make, make him, him a fucking Ensign 4 let, episodes in this. L- let, let me help you <sighs> feel better about what's to come. Firstly, he fucks off to Starfleet for a while. Oh, thank the heavens. And then he just fucks off entirely. Oh, Woo! Yeah, because I... I mm-hmm. Mind you, he's a lot taller by then. I don't know how how many seasons we have to get through. (laughs) Yeah, Wesley Crusher annoys the hell out of me already. He's just he's (laughs) too he's too perfect too quickly and also too. Fucking full of himself, like so he's like, why won't they let me on the bridge? Because you're a fucking child. I'm a genius. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay, are, well, go <laughs> go to Starfleet Academy and get trained and like own your way there. Don't go. Yeah, but I'm really smart, so you should let me on the ship, on on the bridge, no qualifications, it's no really, training, and no sense of it's, protocol. It's really mean of you to not do that. What? Uh, study. There you go. I got my Wesley Crusher. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. Now, you uh, can tell why Will Wheaton still gets shut up Wesley shouting at him. As yeah. opposed to, you know, all the other things you should be told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I get bullied a lot. Well, stop being an asshole to so many people. And being very problematic. Uh, but also don't bully people. Otherwise I'm really enjoying TSG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I couldn't believe that we got fully functional out of the way so quickly. Uh, which one's that? Uh, that's uh, um, Data and Tasha Yar. Oh, during the drunk yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We also got the introduction of the um, the Ferengi. Who? Yeah, very it's different. Very, very weird to see them in TNG. Having first watched them in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Um, I was real concerned for half a second when they when they were like, "Hey." uh they're 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 extreme capitalists uh they remind me of of some group on earth, and I was like, oh god who are you what's she gonna say here <laughs> oh no oh god oh no. don't, it, don't rattling this up yeah it i I was like i i don't know how bad this is gonna be um it turns out they were talking about uh u s traders yeah, yeah, which i mean like fair um yeah, they're a lot more like prone to actually fighting rather than just running away and hiding from problems. They're than... cowardly, but there's there's still a degree of, we're going to fight. Yeah. It, it was a very different presentation of the Ferengi. It's like, we have never interacted with the Federation before. I ah. think these were more military than sort of the, the other Ferengi we've seen because yeah. a lot of the Ferengi we've encountered in later seasons tend to be like, hey, we're just going out to do some business, tradey trady ha ha-ha-ha. And this lot seemed to be a bit more... We're a bit of a military presence. Yeah. We do like a trade, but... Mm. Mm. So, TNG. Uh, we have many, many TNG to watch coming Eventually up. we'll get to Descent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Uh, what about you? Have you watched anything else? Oh, I watched four parts of a music theory for electronic music- musicians course. Yeah, you've been, you've been big on that learning about music. I've been doing a lot of learning about music. Um, I've, yeah, I've done four Udemy courses so far on uh, music uh, uh, music theory for electronic musicians. I did, like, two parts for the one just for sort of classical composing. Yeah. old uh, classical music theory. I was like, I can't read sheet music and I'm struggling with this analysis because of the sheet music. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, we're going to do some analysis. Do you want to hear some Skrillex? I was like, eh. I could I could do worse. If you want <laughs> if you want to talk about rhythm structures within within dubstep, sure. Yeah. I'm like, go, oh, that was pretty interesting. There was there was some effects twin there. I was like, oh, it it's quite interesting the way like because one thing I've looked at making samples and and loops before is like, oh, it sounds a bit repetitive." Yeah. And then they're like, "Hey, this is like a 6-minute song." This thing goes on and on and on all the way through. The, I, oh, yeah. there's a little breakdown here and there's a little breakdown there. But apart from that, this one thing goes all the way through it. Other things move up and down within it. Other things go over the top of it. That bit never changes. And it doesn't sound repetitive. Like, yeah. I, okay, I'll, I'll stop being quite so afraid of that then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, I, I have le- learnt lots of things about music theory and I am excited to, to start trying them out. Yeah. yeah. About you, if you, you watched anything uh, else, there's any other one other thing I've been watching this week mm-hmm. uh, because it's nice and low mental energy. Yes, I've been watching a lot of uh, salty bat. Um, so Sorry, what? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> bit of background. Uh-huh. I, I told you about this the other day. Uh, there's this fighting game program called Mugen. Oh yes, 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 yes which yes. has been around for like a couple of decades. It's a PC program where people could make their own um, fighting games and stages and characters, and a lot of people would either like import characters from other fighting games or recreate those characters themselves or just make characters they like and stick them in a fighting game so you could be like i'm gonna have goku from dragon ball z fight against shrek um you know like shit like that it's it's the fighting game for weird surreal shit and like some people will actually make like really polished uh like fighting games out of it like some people use it like fighting game maker essentially um but there's this whole community that's built up around it in the decades since like Mugen kind of died off for a while it wasn't really getting any more like support it wasn't getting updated by its creators mm-hmm. and then something called salty bat started happening which is basically a twitch stream that is is run on someone else's machine that takes every like all of the fan created mugen characters from over the decades and sets them on in AI versus AI matches and it tries to sort of rank them into tiers of strength so that you're getting sort of roughly even matches, and you'll just get, like, here's 30 seconds of the sprites of two different characters. Which one do you reckon is going to win this fight? Uh, Based on just what you can see on screen. Then they'll have, like, a best two out of three fight. Um, Usually they'll have a lot of nonsense fighting game mechanics. Um, A winner is picked. If you have betted with your not-real virtual currency, you, you might win some points to be like, aha, I have more fake gambling points than everyone else um but it's basically so that you have some kind of investment in what's happening like if you run out of virtual fake bucks they don't make you pay for more ones it's like okay start from scratch start with a new a new uh setup um yeah it's just like it's fun to watch these like silly fighting game matches of people's ridiculous characters that make no sense and try and get a feel for which ones you reckon are gonna win usually overly animated 3d characters or ms paint characters with like two frames of animation those those are always the good ones um, <laughs> massively OP. Okay. yeah but like ex- the example i always go back to of like a great weird um Mugen match i watched once was one of the fighting game characters was the ship from asteroids right and it, while it while it could shoot the 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 other player who was like you know say Ryu from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. uh, it was also having to dodge out the way of asteroids that were part of the, the character like coming for itself. So it's having to like dodge its own obstacles, um, and like it's it's able. Most fighting game characters are like I don't fucking know how to hit this thing, like freaking around. If they manage to get like one hit on this thing, the ship just like dies. It has no strength, but it's like. Uh, here it's yeah, it's can you work out how to punch it before it chips away all of your health? Um, like weird matches like that yeah. are the kind of nonsense that that makes uh, Mugen and Salty Bet really fun to, to watch. Hmm. So I've been watching just a lot of... Salted Bet. Yeah, just a lot of weird fighting game matchups and trying to trying to get a feel for uh, for, for who's gonna win. Uh, the main takeaway I've had is if you ever see a character that is uh, ca- Venom or Carnage from Spider-Man, always bet on them. They always win. Every Ooh. time. Don't know what it is about them, they, they always win. And Those up slimy broken. boys always win. Those slimy slimy spider boys always uh real overpowered. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, tiny characters that like a pixel tall always do well. Um, I, I, I was watching some other people doing a stream of, of Salty Bet stuff, and there was a match that was a character that was like three pixels high, and the whole gimmick was if they touch you, a coin flip happens, and they either win or lose. Okay. And it was it was like everyone had made all their bets. on like, ah, we yeah, we reckon who's gonna win? It, it's like, oh shit that there is no fighting game mechanic here. It is he touches the character, he either wins or loses. Oh hey. it was, it, uh, there are some weird characters out there, and it's great. Very. <laughs> yeah. You watched yeah. anything else? That's about it, really. Well then, time for this. Time for this. <laughs> new sponsor who's our new sponsor well do you like music i do like do you like podcasts i do like podcasts are you haunted terrorized by cables oh cables are the worst cables are the worst i have such poor cable management oh no right right would you like something with no cables not a uh, single cable, yes, please. Would you like it to come in a little case with little magnetic things, so it does little click? Oh, it does the click to play. Oh, does that that would be very satisfying. It's I'm very sure. satisfying. Click. It does a little click. It doesn't even have like a pushy in thing. Yeah. It's so just... you're not going to worry about the wearing out. It's a magnet. It click. Click. <laughs> click. Right. And affordable. Oh, affordable. Affordable headphones. Affordable? Mm, I see. And available in a shocking range of colours. Oh, wow! 16.8 million different colours available oh, in the LON earbuds. Way long earbuds. That's them. Yep. Ah. Uh, oh, um, hmm. And, and what's the audio quality like, huh? Because they come in a lot of colours, and they've got the fancy logo. What, what what do they sound like? Well, when you close the box, they go click. And I when mean, you pop them in the thing, they go click. I mean, that magnet click sound is very satisfying. Right? Like, it's almost like the the switch, click. Yeah, but what's the audio quality on the earbuds like? I mean, I've... Uh, you, I mean, they're the, the lovely shape. Lovely shape. Um, oh, okay, okay. Ooh, uh... The the copy says we can't talk about that. Okay, so they come in lots of colours and they do the satisfying magnet thing, and we we won't say anything about the audio quality. They're affordable, colourful, afford. They're very affordable. Um, the, the magnet just, just sixty quid. You can get a pair of these. Just sixty quid. Yeah, or... they they will last uh, uh, without another charge over twenty four hours. You don't want to be listening to them, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that helps with the long-lasting, right? Yeah. And that's the important thing, the long-lasting. Definitely not the audio quality now. I mean, there are plenty of brands that have audio quality. What about 16.8 million colours of earbuds? right? <laughs> I suppose so. So that's on Earbuds, no relation to the Uchani company. <laughs> um, .lol.net. And enter the code (gasps) QNPS125. And you can get 5% off your first order of two lots. Wait, your first order? You're going to need more than one pair. Oh, no. I mean, you might want to buy them for everybody because they're so affordable. Oh. Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi! 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 So, uh, I've been trying to think about more games we can be making, because, uh, you know... Money! Money, money, and, you know, distract them from all the, the industry bullshit that we don't want them thinking about right now. Yeah, there is
1: a lot of people doing a lot of things right now, and most of those people are us.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I've been thinking about, like, you know, how we can, we can make more games without having to come up with original ideas. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so, um... You know, we, like, said we would make a, you know, a, a one of that Assassin's game we make all the time. Yeah, yeah. We were going to make a, a Viking one, and now we're like, oh, we actually have to make it now. And, you know, that's... Who wants to actually have to come up with ideas? So right, right. I yeah. thought, I thought, here's how we can deal with that one. Right. You know that game uh, that that uh, that, that, uh, uh DVD disc Red Project uh, company made with the, the guy with the sword? Uh, the witchy. Witchy, something. the witchy fella, yeah. What if we just made it, like, that? What if we just, like, made that, but didn't have that character in it, and we're like, no, he's a a Viking. So we just, just asset flip it, right? Yeah, yeah, we just look at what another company did that was vaguely similar to what we want to do, and, like, change the place names and the people names. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's legally distinct. Can we buy the DVD disc thing? Yeah, we can probably buy them, but, like, you know, what we'll do first is we'll, like, you know rip them off and make our own rip off and then you know once we've made money off that then we can buy them
1: up and we can tell them they're all fired and they're coming to work on our thing yeah exactly but that's
0: that's the plan just look at what other people are doing well and just you know just just tip x out some of the names and put new names in and now we've got a project i it
1: i like it it sounds affordable it sounds manageable and it sounds like it's not going to cost us a lot of money exactly you are a fucking genius i know
0: So, what has slithered into your ear meats? Oh, very little this week. Ditto. Um, most of this week has been lo-fi, chill, hip-hop beats to relax and study to. And are you feeling relaxed and studied? More than I would be without the the relax and study beats. Um, This week has been book writing, and wordless lo-fi, hip-hop, chill beats livestream has been the thing that has made my brain keep functioning. Mm-hmm. I've written too many words this week. Too many words. Too- yeah, I've written a lot of fucking I've written words. like 15,000 words in a week, and on top of my other work, and my brain is turning to mush. mush. So, if you want to get a feel for what I've li- been listening to, just just the girl's writing in the notebook, the chill, lo-fi, relaxed study music. Because she never stops writing either. Yeah, exactly. I At least I feel less alone when she's also Hashtag there. relatable. She's also there scribbling in the notebook. I'm like, ah, oh, thank you, friend, for making me feel the less alone in my workload. Okay. What? Ab- what about you? It's okay. Well, I, I, <sighs> I mean, the things I mentioned earlier during music theory study. Um, I've listened to a lot of high contrast mixes. Oh, couldn't tell you what the individual tracks are. Yeah, big fan of high con. like a lot of high contrast. Is like m- some of my favorite drum and bass. Yeah. They're the like- ones who included a sample of um Iron Maiden in the in the track once no who was that that was that was high pa- um oh. 1200 micro- micrograms yes uh, yes high paradise is the track i think um which is why I thought that. Sorry, yes, high contrast, high contrast. Um, so high contrast makes drum and bass, not trance. Sorry, yes, i, 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 I <laughs> have I'm, I'm very sleepy. It's okay, baby. Mwah. I love you. I love you too. Yeah, drum and bass. Yes, drum and bass. Yes. So, um, some of my favourite drum and bass is made by High Contrast. Uh, tracks like um, Spectrum Analyzer, which also has an amazing fucking video mm. with lots of broken gifs in it, and. Uh, uh, emotional Vampire from the Agony and the Ecstasy album. Hmm. There's lots of good tracks on that album, but particularly that one, and there's been a few times like, this is the kind of drum and bass I would like to try and make, because I love this stuff. Yeah, It's really good, it's really uplifting, it makes you want to keep moving, and in this weather that we've had, the little bits of sun, it's like, yeah, some for some drum and bass. Um, but, obviously, having just been through my music theory courses, I'm listening to it more of a okay what can i hear in this what can i learn from this what can i learn from this what elements am i hearing you know is it like uh, what kind of a kick drum have they got in there what how do, are there like uh, hats sounding like is it is it every beat is it is it just a solid loop or does does something happen like uh every 8 or 16 bars something like that is there like something where the 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 beat is just more interesting or is it just going over and over and over over again pro tip it's almost always the answer about the 16th there's something going on Uh, yeah like that it's been interesting to listen to music in that sort of way yeah and still be like this is a bag in tune but also like "Ah, i i I can see i I understand some of how you did this I i am starting to develop an ear where i can pick these things apart a little bit Yay! Like, I ha- I still have the like sensory issues of it's all happening at once. Yes, but I can start to go. This element is doing this thing, and this element is doing this thing. And sometimes I'll still lose it. Yeah, but like I'll get to points in the song. Where it's like this is definitely this thing happening. Yeah, like I can hear exactly what like four chords the the or four notes the bass is playing. Yeah, uh, the melody is doing this like. Eh, eh, like 4 to 16 uh, four, 4 to 8 bars of this which is surprising because it's, it's not actually a lot of yeah. melody It it's just the way it's used repeatedly yeah. uh, and how frequently that frequent is so yeah it's been nice to sort of have a bit of an analyse of music that I really like um, if you look on YouTube you can probably find lots of eye contrast mixes uh, I couldn't tell you which ones they are there's like a 2 hour one and a 45 minute one They've been good for my walks. Uh, what about you? Anything else? Honestly, that's it. It's just been it's just been the Lo-Fi hip hop study beats relaxed to. My brain didn't have it in it to listen to anything else. That's fair. That is that is a good. It's just one of those weeks. It's a good option. I mean, I would, yeah. I would do those things. Um, the only other thing I've listened to is um, Kodiak Island have got an album out. Oh, heck. Not, not not just a single, because I bought the three singles, and now they've got an album. Oh, heck. So if you're tired of hearing me talk about uh, the Kodiak Islands uh, singles that I've been listening to, there's an album out. It's got basically all of the tracks from the single. It's only seven quid, or more, depending on how much you want to give it on Bandcamp. Uh, so that is The Amber Road by Kodiak Island. It's sort of upbeat, psychedelic folk, most of it. Yeah. There's a few different genres in here there, but it's it's female vocalists. I like the choice of names. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's been some music that I've listened to. Well so then, cool. time for this. Mm. Mm.
1: Right, right. So um, we've got we've got you all all of the artists in, not just the not just the leads this time, because I think. We've been told we need to hear more voices.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, thank you for the invite. You don't usually come up these stairs, do you? Uh, n- no, no, it's usually a lot of, um, a lot of very similar faces walking up here. Yes, yes, I'm very fond of those faces, but,
1: uh, I must admit, in the last few years, we've found that some of our executive decisions haven't, uh, had quite the effect we'd hoped to. You know, no? it seems that um, the uh, generic white boy shows ratings seem to be uh, much lower. You know, big, hunky, muscle-bound fella, very much into the, all his girlfriends that he has. is Very important stories about beating things up and uh, addressing some of the politics of the day in a really lightweight barely assessed and, and glossed over, and sometimes occasionally problematic way. So I suppose we have to hear sort of what it is that uh, you, I uh, you guessing your diversity hires or, or,
0: or something? No, no, we're hired because we're good at what we, we do. Oh, oh, um, so... Yeah. Yeah, so... Well, I mean, if you're going to talk about diversity, how's, here's some ideas for you. How about... We get some more diversity in the characters that are on our show so that people that aren't just straight white boys are watching the things we make.
1: Right, but all the voice actors are going to be straight white boys, right?
0: No, no. What if we, you know, hire intersectional people who represent the characters that they're playing? No no more hiring white people to play non-white roles, for example. But they're just voice actors.
1: No one will ever know.
0: I mean, they will know. You publicize very heavily who voices your characters. It's not going to be a secret who voices well, your characters. Well, celebrities?
1: We've got that anti-vaxxer that does hundreds of voices.
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's good.
1: Right, right. Just so because you do it doesn't mean it's good. So uh, okay, we well, make a well, note. Make a note. Yeah.
0: Also, also, and I can't stress this one enough. If you want our shows to do well and to hit like an entirely new demographic that right now is not watching anything we make, right, make it gayer. Make it gayer. But, uh, Just about- jump up, make it gayer. But... I, uh, I, I don't know how gay you're thinking of making it, make it gayer. Oh, I'm
1: worried about certain markets, you know. Don't we but You know, we want to sell it all around the world,
0: you know. Well, until pieces of media start representing gay people as existing, opinions about gay people aren't going to change, and we're n- you're never going to be able to sell those things in those markets. Like, long term... More positive representation of gay people will make more people supportive of gay people, which will make those shows do better internationally over time. Right, so it's like investment banking. We're putting the
1: gay in now, and later on we'll get lots of... Get in
0: on the ground floor of really gay content. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Write that one down. Yeah, also, you know, just make it... I know I've said this, make it gayer. Gayer, gayer than... than Yeah, no, like... All you have to do is look at how well She-Ra's ending went. It, it, that, that was a good beloved show. Everyone enjoyed that? show with lots of girls in it and diverse cast? And then they made it gay at the end, and it's amazing.
1: So just to check, when you when you say uh, make it gay, we're, we're massively sexualizing it, right? Oh, no,
0: not at all. How does that work? Romance and sexuality don't need to be the same thing. Hmm. Yes, write, write that down as <laughs> well. Welcome to Nike Blakey Cakey Bakey!
1: I bake you the cakey from the moment I wakey till I sleepy and shaky. Then I nap on a bat, but out the back, until I hear a rap on the flat for me to come back. But Blake won't break after taking a break. I just return to the bake with a cake and a pastry flake. My custard is dusted, won't be filibustered. I do cut the mustard, I don't think I've blustered. So come to Nike Blakey and try out my cakey. Now open for curbside drop off at my shop till
0: the rona fucks off questions, time! Um, Some questions. What's the questions? Uh BLM Wookie asks, uh, "Favorite Star Trek ship design?" Oh, oh. Mm. Do you have an answer for this prepared? I really like the Borg Cube, but if I had mm. to settle on just one, it'd be the Enterprise D refit from All Good Things. Oh, that's real good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Third or oh, hoofing great cannon on the bottom. Yeah. I I really like I, I really like Voyager's design. It's a lovely design. It's a lovely so design. Small. I also Pack. really I also really like the design from uh, Discovery. Oh yeah. Discovery's got a really good ship. I like the swishy when it does the drive thing. When, yeah, when you do the the, 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 the yeah, go, go, do a good do, do go, drive. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Becky Chipel, hi Becky, hi, love you, Becky, love Asks, uh, where's your favourite not long pasta shape? Oh, mm. small pastas only. Um, I'm a big fan of the twirly pasta shape, silly. Yeah, that one. What about you? Um, I like the little shells, not the like nail-sized little shells, but like the thumb-sized little shells because they're just they're they're not too big. You can get them on a fork, okay? Because we had a conversation yeah. about shells the other day. Yes. Um, and and like because they've got that like ridging on top, yeah. it holds pasta in, I, so- sauce in nicely yeah. on that side. I love the shells in theory, but I hate them in practice. Because you're right, the idea of one that can hold sauce like that is great. Maybe it's just the way I stab them with my fork, but they fall apart way too easily. And See, I thought you were talking about, like, the next size up from that, the sort of, like, almost palm-sized ones? Oh, no, no, I'm talking about, like, the thumb-sized oh, okay. ones. Oh, The little uh, thumb. I, I, maybe I've been preparing them wrong or something, or I'm just stabbing them too forcefully. I love them in theory, I struggle with them in practice. Because, like, it's a sauce trap, it's great. S- spoon. I mean, yeah. Just a spoon. I don't have the coordination don't to not just spill out. out. Uh, I promise I don't have the coordination to not spill all the sauce out the th- I'm like, it's, it's great for someone who's not me. You need a thicker sauce. Or a steadier hand. I will feed you. I will feed you <laughs> pastas. <laughs> Tricky asks, what even is time? I don't fucking know anymore. I don't know. July? Um, I think it's July. What is time? Uh, it's the only thing that gives us any hope of this ending at some point. Because like, if time stopped, we'd be here forever. Time means that the the end will be getting closer. Time is something invented by capitalists to make sure their workers got to work yeah, when they wanted them to. So they could measure how productive they'd been. How much labour they'd extracted from there.
1: <sighs> oh dear,
0: I made it depressing. I mean, he got real. Bethany Turner. Hi. Right, check out Eon's World. It's really good. Uh, asks, who is your who is the best Starfleet captain and why is it Benjamin Sisko? I mean, Sisko... Okay. Who's the best or who's my favourite? Who's the best? Hmm. Do you have an answer for this? Because, mm. like, I know my favourite is Janeway. She doesn't I mean, always make smart choices, but I like Janeway. We haven't really seen her in, like... I mean, obviously, yes, she's had examples of all of a Voyager sort of getting home and stuff, but we haven't seen her sort of interacting with, like, other Starfleet ships. Yeah. I mean, I suppose there was the one where they were stuck inside the weird Vortex toroid uh, yeah. Taurus thing. But yeah, like, I feel like some of that measure of how good a Captain is your, or is how well you work with other captains in some kind of coordinated issue. Benjamin Sisko, like, my problem, like, uh, he's a fascinating character, but he really struggles to properly, like, toe the line between his role as the emissary and as a Starfleet captain, and he spends a long time not really addressing that and being like, I'll just deal with that later. He really puts that off until it becomes a problem. And I don't remember enough of Picard to say one way or another, but you know he he invented some maneuvers in his time. Yeah, and you know he's he's been in some battles, so I guess I I like Janeway mainly because I think that given an unending line of here is a completely untested scenario that there is no rule in the book for how to deal with yeah. deal with it. Mm-hmm. I think she does admirably well given those stu- circumstances. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, for the most part, she does good for her crew. Yeah. Let's not all talk about Tuvex. <laughs> oh, Tuvex. You deserve better Tuvex. Right? We'll come back to that in a second. Um, Abstract Slug asks Is there anything more cursed than Pickle Rick Anime Girl? No. No. <laughs> no, I saw it. It's the worst thing. I had to see it. No, I, I sh- saw it seconds before we recorded the questions <laughs> thread, and I. <laughs> Well, I was like, hey, I had that conversation with Abstract Slug earlier. I will show you the thing that I was talking about. Here was me quietly hoping I'd escaped it. I just. <laughs> I'd managed not to see it. Oh, we existed... had the conversation, but you never showed me it. It existed had... only in theory. Oh, no. Uh... What a terrible show. Oh, God, why? <gasps> I um... It's the worst thing. <laughs> it is the worst thing. <laughs> it's. It's morally wrong. <laughs>
1: um,
0: is there anything worse than than uh, than Pickle Rig anime girl? No. Uh, yes. I well, mean, okay. Yeah, not Nazis and fascism. Nazis and fascism and, and racism and, racism and um, the police. Yeah. And okay. There's a lot of things that are actually worse than that, but also but there metaphorically, there metaphorically, metaphorically, there is nothing worse. Yeah. 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 In th- in things that don't actually harm the world, there is nothing worse than this. Uh, Dungeon Kitty asks, best use for a sweet potato? Sweet potato wedges are always a good use. I was going to say that very thing. Yeah, that, that's my favourite use of them. Uh, baked, a little bit of butter, some coleslaw, some chopped up um, like gherkins, some chopped pickled beetroot, some nooch. Yeah. You know, maybe, some, maybe some not-meat chorizo or something. Aww. Mm-hmm. Yum yum yum! Real real stack that potato. <laughs> there there was only a memory of that potato underneath. Mm-hmm-hmm. Lucy asks, uh, "Do you have a favourite piece of art?" Oh, the first thing that comes to mind is that thing we have on the wall in the living room. <laughs> uh, we have the test piece. Yes, uh, we have a piece of art. Of, I don't. Know, I can't remember how much of the story we have told on this uh, show before. Um, we we we've told the story that we saw the piece of art. We don't need to tell the rest of the story. We we saw a piece of art on a YouTube uh, live stream of some music. And we sat for quite a long time trying to puzzle out this picture of a tree and a sunset and some people and some... some Lavender. It's lavender, a lavender field. Uh, lavender field. Because... There were questions we had about yeah, that. There were... Mitigating circumstances that meant that we were struggling to mentally process this picture and we found it kinda of fascinating and now it hangs on our wall. Yes. And sometimes we will look at it and go, Yep. Yep, yep, that is, that is, that is a still image on our wall. Yep. Definitely paused. Definitely paused. Definitely paused. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> um what's your favourite thing about each other? No. no. I love you. I love you. You're just so lovely. You're just so lovely. Uh, uh, it's, for, for me, it's your sense of humour and how lovely you are to cuddle. Uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's just our general compatibility. Yeah. Like, I don't ever feel like I've got to be doing a thing. Yeah. Or worrying about, like, there is an expectation that you will have that I cannot meet up with or will yeah. find incredibly stressful to do. Yeah, if... We are both very okay with, we know that we both have our own very specific things that we need to be okay and they may not always line up and that's okay and we can just do our own thing. Yeah, we're very good at like being in each other's company without causing any problems, often doing completely different things but still very glad of each other's company. Yeah, I would far rather be doing my own thing and not talking to anyone while next to you than without you in the room Mm -hmm. your presence in the room is lovely even if i'm not actually interacting with you in any way and that's that is what i need yes i i need to be able to be like hey so we're gonna have a weekend where we largely do separate things but we'll do it in the same space we'll do it in the same space and occasionally one of us will get up and go ice cream ice cream ice cream ice cream Uh, (laughs) and every now and then we'll just we'll, we'll pause and go how is your thing going? Oh, that, that's great to hear. How, uh, here's how my thing's going. Do we need a different general thing on the television while we yeah. both do different games? Yeah. yeah. And then we, get, we we come back and meet in the middle every now and then. Yeah. Occasionally, we we're just sort of like, I need to lean over and stroke your hair we, for a bit now. <laughs> we have very compatible levels of together and alone and needs mm-hmm. and understanding of each other's, I need quiet and very controlled sensory input, but I would also like to share that time with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are very compatible brain types. Yes, which I can't say I have encountered previously. in Before you, that was just not a thing. It's real nice to have someone else whose brain do very similar. Yeah, there's no expectations. <sighs> Being around you is just very, very just easy. It's very easy and chill and not stress. Yay. Mm-hmm. Connor Gibbons asks... If you were a commander in the world of Warhammer, what would your name be? I was trying to think of something, and the only phrase that could come to mind was Deathlust Bloodhammer. Damn! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but that's the four-word phrase my brain came up with. Well... Deathlust (laughs) Bloodhammer. Well... His blood hammer. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know if that's particularly with fitting with that world, but I, I, I like, don't know either. I've never played Forty K game. I was, I was trying to think of like someone who would be in charge of a war. What's a what's a someone who would go to battles' name? I mean, Deathlust Bloodhammer sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, have <laughs> I thrown you with that name? I, I mean, I had no basis for comparison. <laughs> But now whatever I had, hadn't got, I feel like I have to up my fucking game. <laughs> uh, Lady Cephalopodia. Ooh. Of the, of the 75th Tentaclean army. <laughs> nice. I approve. Yay. Now, Victor Camper asks, you can only have one tabletop game for the rest of your life, which is my... Ooh. oh. Do you have an answer for this? I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. The rest of my life. Ooh. What one has, like, the most variation in how it can play out? Twilight Imperium Volume f- uh, version 4, maybe? <laughs> I mean, that'd probably take us to the rest of eternity, so... <laughs> sure, that works. Yeah, that or, or maybe Star Wars Rebellion, I think it's called. Yeah. I think that one takes a while to play. Or mm. Lord of the Rings, War of the Ring. Yeah. I think that one only takes for fucking ever. Uh, Bruce Driver. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Uh, you get to create a new Star Trek character via the Tuvix method. Your <laughs> more existing characters merged in a transporter accident. Who do you create and why? I create Tuvix. I bring Tuvix back. Bring back Tuvix. Bring day. back Tuvix. I don't care about any other combinations. Tuvix is who I want back. Hmm. Tuvix deserved better. Oh, God. Brain, why did you go there? Where did you go? Wesley Crusher and Golden Cop. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just the most evil character. Oh God! <laughs> Not the most evil character in Star Trek. No, no. Um, hmm. hmm, hmm. Oh, uh, Data and uh, Neelix. Data and Neelix could be interesting. I feel like you'd get a very similar end result to Twovix in that you're going the sort of analytical. But the... I think because of Data's desire to be more human. I suppose, actually. Try and if it's train be more fun, you would get more of that like, light-hearted character side. Yeah. I quite like that, actually. Huh. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. I think Data would be very <laughs> up for let me have a more humanoid experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, Samuel West asks, has Laura ever considered putting a bell on Vindras as an anti-silently getting kidnapped feature? Because it keeps happening. Ooh, uh, you you are slightly ahead of me. Um, The ep... We, I'm recording an episode tonight, which which is... The um, bell episode. <laughs> the episode where I deal with the most recent time that I've been silently kidnapped and stuffed behind a wall or something, and, <laughs> oh, trust me, once that's dealt with, Vindras is going to be going on, like, okay, mission for the group, we need to find some way to stop me getting kidnapped through walls. I, I need d- a GPS down. Yeah, it. <laughs> I, I need to, like, learn a self-defense, spe- like, an anti-being-kidnapped spell, or I need, like, illusionary doubles everywhere I go, or the bell method. I need, like... I need to just be tethered to... Um, oh, God, that's going to sound bad when I put it that way. Mm-hmm. I need to on just be... On some kind of lead pass. Yeah, I need to be on some kind of lead to court <laughs> on. But my point was going to be that, like, uh, you know, if, if I get pulled away, like, it'll break a seal and suddenly an alarm will go off. It's like, oh, someone stole Vindraus. What if there was, like... A, like a, like a, a, a collar and lead situation, but, like, it's, if you were over a certain way would like... Have this sort of eth- ethereal uh, lead that goes to your collar. Yeah, something, so you can always be found. Something like that. I feel like we need to look into into BDSM anti theft technology. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking my language. Uh, that <laughs> is all the questions. Well then, over this. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? i sure Justice Warriors. Justice Warriors. Yeah. All
1: right, Larry. All right, Barry. How are you doing? Oh, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. You know, Of. uh... Okay, I'll... I'll... Yeah, I, I think I over-egged the pudding a bit there. It's, it's not yeah. been great, I'll be honest. Yeah. Especially in the last week or so. Now, that the, uh... The lockdown appears to have vanished. Yeah, like... There was a lockdown and then suddenly... You know, supermarkets started just being like free-for-all, come on in, uh, what we care. The two-meter thing went down to one meter and the pubs are all open and the shops are all back and it, and everyone's giving up on masks and whatnot. Well, I mean, to be fair, most people didn't seem to be giving know, a damn about masks anyway. Even fewer are wearing them now. But like, it, see. everyone seems to have just treated it as if, like, yep, yeah, lockdown's over. That's it, We're back we go to the beaches. I mean, to be fair opening pubs up, like, it's such a non-essential service that it, it sure does seem like the government is trying to send the message of, ah, it's fine. It did seem to be a vague message of, uh, well, you know, to keep it sensible, if you don't have to go out drinking, <laughs> uh, I mean, well, I mean, if you do have to go out drinking, perhaps you need to, you know, go somewhere other than a pub. Yeah. Maybe, you know, talk to someone about, <sighs> yeah, that. it, it looking at the, the, the first weekend that the pubs were back open in the UK, uh within twenty four hours the uh, London police was having to go, Oh yeah, it has become abundantly apparent that people who are drunk cannot social distance. I'm like, yeah, no oh, fucking am sugar. F- no fucking shit there. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I I I went to the uh the, the uh, supermarket the other day. Yeah. Um I had I had, I had someone actively uh you know, having a bit of a, a bit of a go at me, you know, because I was trying to keep two metres from the person in front of me. I was, you know, you know,
0: I, the, the virus has not gone away and we do not have a cure yeah. and I'm trying to be sensible, and I'm wearing my mask, I'm like, you know, there's still two metre apart footmarks on the floor in the supermarket. Yeah. Uh, I will wait until the person's reached the next set of footprints, I'll stand on this one. And someone behind me was like, oh, there's all that space in front of you. I'm like, well, you're not going to get served any faster for me standing slightly
1: further forward and I'm trying to not you know, spread disease. Yeah, and it, it's frustrating that we've reached the point of of this where trying to keep a sensible distance from other people has become like a laughable matter to some people. Yeah, well, I, um, the R rating in London, I understand, is already over one. Meanwhile, Scotland is uh, letting kids intermingle again, and given that, I would have thought they were probably the the clearest infection vector that, yeah. uh, you know, the, the Scots have been very, very sensible about this all the way through. So, you know, if if they, they're all settling, I understand New Zealand's all clear now. Oh, yeah. New Zealand hasn't had a new case in fucking like weeks and weeks, which is why they can go back to normal life and aren't wearing masks anymore because they don't have it in the country.
0: Yeah. They and, did
1: the sensible stuff and are fine now. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, gearing up for, you know, give it a, a week or two. I think we will probably be looking at uh, lo- lockdown too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I it's Just everyone be sensible. Just like keep yeah. keeping your distance from everyone. Don't pretend COVID's over. Yeah. You know, don't stop wearing masks. Don't go back to, you know, socialising at the pub. Yeah, you know, stay away from the beach. Don't don't go to the shops unless absolutely necessary. Like if staff yeah, You are... probably don't need yeah. to head to the jewelers. Yeah, you probably don't need a head to uh to game. Just download your games digitally for a bit or something. Yeah, and you, you know, and uh, for all the people going, well, oh, what about the people who'll be out of work? Well, they need to be looked after as well, but that is you know, that is not really the point. Yeah. Like... You're fudging it with bullshit. Yeah, exactly, like you should not be forcing them to interact with other people like a lot of those stores will not let their employees wear masks right now. Yeah. Do not put another body in their way that might get them. To, like You might get them sick. Don't go there unless it is vital.
0: Well, the absolutely. fact that they are being forced back to work does not mean that you should bring your germs to them.
1: Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Ugh. Oh, virtual hug, mate. Virtual hug. Oh, I fear the way things are going. It might be a while before we get a physical one. The, the first physical hug we have back after all this is... Uh, Gonna be a heavenly one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck, mate. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, pop the kettle on. So am I. I'll uh, have a cup and take. Nice, nice.
0: Solora! Where can we find you upon the internet? Laura K Buzz in all the places Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, that's the one that pays all the bills, uh, laurakbuzz.com, everything ends up there. Every Friday on YouTube, I upload an episode of Access Ability. It is a show where I talk about accessibility and representation in the video game industry, and it's all fancy and edited, and um, I'm real happy with that series. Check it out. Um, there is the most recent episode to to have gone up will have been about ring fit adventure and will probably involve me exercising in front of a green screen for your amusement. Well, a hot, yeah, hot studio lights. And it's the worst idea I've had. And it's going to be great. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, other than that, I've got books. There's uncomfortable labels. It's out now. It's about being gay and trans and on the autism spectrum. Uh, there's things I learned from Maria's butt, which is like, it's coming out on February 4th, 2020 it's finished. All the names of backers are in the back of the book. It's, like, gone through final proofs. It's ready to go to the printers. I've got the name in a book. Yeah. Another, another book. Yeah. It'd be real nice if, if I it could have come out this year. COVID. Mm. Um, and then there's Gender Euphoria, which mm. is an anthology of non-cisgender people's stories of positive, lovely, nice times they've had being not cis. And it's coming together real well. Um, In a week, the Word document has gone from zero words to 17,000 words. Um, There's some of your words in there. There's some of my words in there. They're very nice words. They're good words. I'm glad you liked my words. And there's some other people's words, and there's a lot of my words. I'm very very sleepy from so many words. I've done like 15,000 words of my own words this in a week, and I'm very sleepy. Oh. Trained all of your words out. All my words have just gone down the drain. Not down the drain, on toward Google Doc. Okay, the Google Doc was at the bottom of the drain. Oh, uh, it's like a funnel. Get all the words down there. Just pour, pour the words in. <laughs> <laughs> this analogy does not work.
1: Book writings. <laughs> weird book
0: writing is weird this is what happens i use all my words on the book and i have no no i have no analogies left. i have no analogies left <laughs> for the podcast because i used them all <laughs> on the book um there's podcasts as well there's pixel squirt where we talk about video game character pornography with Mari and stacy at the geek remix podcast and youtube channel uh there is podquisition where we tell you whether your favorite video games are great or perfect mm. And there's Dice Funk, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every season's a self-contained story. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and seven. There's one more podcast I'm on. James, you want to tell us about that podcast? Well, there's Queer and Pleasant Strangers, which we're recording right now. That's not the one I'm getting at. I know, but I do this joke every week I know, now. And, and, and I, po- I, I point out every time that that's not the thing. <laughs> But also, it's poly Armoury. Which is uh, a real play 5th edition Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragon evil campaign. Ooh. Well, more of a morally questionable campaign. You play Bromara Iron a Duergar, Wallock. Yeah, yeah. With a with a... a um... With an emo pseudo-dragon <laughs> who's very into my Greek courtship. <laughs> yes. My emo son. You've got emo son. And then you've got uh, Dusty, who is played by Becky, who is a dust genasi. He a dirt boy. He's just a little dirt boy. Yeah. And then you've got D Lasker, who is a shapeshifter, a, a non-binary shapeshifter. I mean, why be binary if you're a shapeshifter, right? <laughs> um, and, and and they are also, all sort of sneaky and and at the moment there is a relationship going on between between that d and that dusty but mm. well, who knows as things go on perhaps oh other people will fall in love I mean mean, words have been said (laughs) by people on podcasts and you'll hear them at some point at some point, who said words to who who knows, who can say, I think we're up to episode 7 right now, there will be another episode up in two weeks time Mm -hmm. or probably a week when this goes up actually, yeah so you can find out all about that, that's over on my SoundCloud I make t-shirts like the one that you have been wearing a lot recently, the uh, Wealth Inequality Solutions, it's got a guillotine on it and you've got a car cake cup which has yeah. got a little ghost on it with lots of little splats and he looks all shy they're both very good and I can't recommend them highly enough go pick those things up uh, Yeah, and I haven't given links to all these things because you can find all of my links at streamalinks.com/janeiac. That's slash that's j-a-n-e-i-a-c I've got a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month you can help me justify a 70 hour work week woo Whoa. Um uh, yeah, that's patreon.com slash don't monkey radio. I think that's everything, darling. Well then, would you mind singing us out? Until next time, be a stranger.